Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right, damn. Finally. I don't know what the fuck we were just doing just now, bro. I was literally... I think the first time it was all due to my Bose speakers or whatever. But anyways, man. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we back once again. It's your boys. It's yes, the mother- sir. <laughs> it's the motherfucking FWP podcast. This will be episode 64 or 63. Yeah. Depending on, because you say you just finally found the last recording, right? Man? Yeah, yeah. So this will be 64. Like, all right. It took you like three years and shit. All right, cool. Cool. You find the last recording and shit. I know what T's they're talking about. We're going to talk about their dating and all that, but we're going to say that for another episode, man. Yep. We back We back at it once again with some other shit. You feel me? Hey. Before we even get into it, did you uh did you cop the hookah? You got everything in your cart now? Yeah, they, they responded back to me already and told me it's Same brand way. new, so I'm copping. All right, nigga, we're gonna hold you to it, man. Next episode, we're gonna, we're gonna ask about a recap on that. But all right, let's get <laughs> all right. So let's get into it, man. Let's so, get into uh, it, man. This episode, I wanted to talk about like uh uh I think I called it plantations. That's how I titled it in the, in the notes, plantations, man. So. <laughs> You know, 2021 plantations, man. You know, on our FWP shit, talking about these nine to five hamster wheel lives that we've been living. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and understanding that that ain't the end all be all, but at the same time, also understanding that because it's so quote unquote important in your current life, you might kind of, you know, gas the import the importance of it because that particular job, you know, pays for your fucking bills and your whole livelihood and shit. So yeah. It is important. We're not trying to sit on it, but at the same time, it's just like it's not a that's it's not a final destination. Like you got to be able to like keep progressing past that. That's just a step in the you know what I mean in the in the whole like uh, the life cycle of like you know the life that we're trying to live and uh, you know and the status we're trying to achieve and the you know everything we're trying to maintain and achieve, man. So. Yeah, we got to get off the fucking hamster wheel. That's for sure. Nah, yeah, I'm about to say, give me your thoughts on that. Like, which, uh, how how you feel about it? Like the whole nine to five lifestyle. You've been doing this shit. You you moved to Philly for like, what's this? This is like, all right, we we going on um on year two, right? Well, the, you know, year three. three, yeah, year three, three, three. Yeah, you're going on year three. Like, how you feeling about it? Like, yeah, I need some I of think... this shit. You called me, yeah, yeah. Repeat, yeah. rehash it for the listeners. <laughs> so for I listeners. think that. For me, it's always been year three at any given occupation or something. I start to get that itch that that like get the fuck out of here. Why have I been here so long? It's yeah. all about progression, but it's like at that point, I'm like, okay, this starts to become repetitive. It isn't interesting to me, right. and I realize that the allure of the new position or whatever it was yeah. loses its. It fades out. Yeah, man. Like I ain't gonna lie. Like for me, like, I feel you. I feel the exact same way. Like. For me, that first year is definitely the honeymoon phase. Like, oh, it's new yeah. man, new people, yeah. getting used to it. But after year one, <laughs> it was all the way to year three. After year one, it's just like, all right, are we get are we getting raises at the end of the year? Are we getting bonuses? <laughs> like, what are we really doing here? Because if I'm not getting no new money to keep me, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? Then it just starts like, all right, your eyes start to wander. Like, all right, what's next? What can I really be doing? What should I be doing right now? And also, the I feel like my mentality has been evolving uh, slowly but surely. Like, sorry, I'm just over here hitting a hookah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm about to say my mentality has been evolving slowly but surely. But just to the point where it's just like I'm not even just focused on, um, you know, uh, is this new year new money? You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to get past the fail of just trying to like maximize my paycheck for my jobs and just move into a, a new phase where it's just like, all right, bro, like, I'm not even trying to think about the job at all. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be able to be doing something that I care about yeah. or focus on a business that uh, focuses back on me 100%. The same amount of sweat equity I give to all these companies that I work for, I want that equity coming back to me. So, like, focusing on, like, our um, pursuits outside of our down to five lives has been like a new focus that I feel like 2020 has helped me slowly but surely like evolve into my, my thinking towards that of just like, okay, you, you're doing this, but how does this get you to where you're really trying to go versus you're doing this and you're more so focused on how you can maintain and maneuver and finesse your way to like higher levels 
of doing the shit you've been doing. But I'm just like, yeah, that's not going to be enough. Like me becoming a VP or whatever at my company is not going to change the fact that it's still not really my company. I call it my company, but it's just my plantation that I work on. You know what I'm saying? It's not really, I didn't create it. I don't oversee all the decisions that be made. I can't even act like myself <laughs> at these places. You know Facts. what I'm saying? And that goes into the next and that goes into the next combo, the topic where it's like, that's not a fact. Okay, outside of like the fact that you're not even making money for yourself and all that, all the other shit, it's also the part that I feel like we don't talk, we don't focus enough enough on is just the fact that you literally have to become a brand new person when you're in these uh in these settings, in these corporate rooms, in these corporate settings, and when all your, when most of your coworkers, 70 to 80% of them are white, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have, you have to carry yourself a certain way because oh, man. you know the stereotypes that have been associated with people who look like you, and you don't know if they, your coworkers necessarily feel that way, but just in case they do, you always try to cover for that. Like, make sure you don't fall into that trap where them niggas can say that about you. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, that shit is, I don't think we talk about how draining it is to just fucking be on calls, have Slack conversations or Skype conversations or Microsoft Teams conversations with people. And it's just like, you can't be you, but at the same time, you know that this is for your livelihood. So you have to play the game that you don't want to play. You don't even like the league the game that you have to play is being played in, but you got to play because you're a player. You know what I mean? Like yeah, not you got to capitulate to that shit sometimes. Yeah, like, it's just like... And I think that's a big part of why people resonated uh, with uh, Colin Kaepernick's actions so much because it's like, I think people can feel that, like how everybody knows you have to act a certain way at your job. And if you really wanted to just be yourself, that might entail losing your job and being able to be comfortable enough and stable enough to actually stand on that like you know i'm never gonna go back to be the person i was when i was working over here even if that means i can't work in no other jobs within that same industry you know what i'm saying basically with him was like i ain't gonna be like that for the 49ers and then it was just like all right nigga, no, no other team is gonna pick you up because this is how the league works you know what i'm saying so i can't i, I can't quit my job with he's like fuck it or I, and also i can't I also can't be like, all right, I'm going to just stop having my white voice and my corporate rob and all that swag. Like, I can't even do that. You know what I mean? So it's just like, my training has just evolved to be like, all right, nigga, instead of all of that, nigga, focus how you can use the money you're making from the plantation to fund your life outside the plantation. You know what I mean? And like, really figure that out. Got to be the master of your own universe, man. Nah, you got to That's be. all that matters. Or as much as you can be, because like there's, la- there's layers to your universe, right? So try to control all that you can control. Start with that instead of just focusing and then zeroing in on all the shit you can't control. Identify which, what actually can you control, my boy. What can you control? What do you have control over? And then work on that and make sure that you actually like uh, master that. Master those skills that you know you have control over. And that's why, like, you know what I mean? Every time you see somebody doing something that, you know, just like it shows that, like, they're being disciplined and dedicated to it because they know that's all they can control. Or I don't even know if that's, that's the reasoning behind it, but just the fact that when you see somebody be disciplined and, like, sticking to the script of whatever script they design, you got to respect, you got to applaud that because it's like, yeah, that's what we all should be doing. You all should be striving to just be like, like singularly focused on the escape of the matrix. Yeah. The snapping out, the jumping out of the hamster wheel, the whole thing where it's just like you just do these things that you, the propaganda in your life since you've been born has been telling you was what you should be doing. Yeah, I figure out a way to escape that shit, man. And so that really does the conversation I wanted to have is just I want to touch on these things, not because I'm I'm here to say I have the answers of how to get out of it, but more so from the point of view of just being able to say, hey, 
let's acknowledge this that this is a thing. You know what I mean? And I, I just want to like we talk about it and then we give our updates because we're not being hypocritical and actually practicing what we preach and doing it and then keeping track of it and having time stamps to say, okay, we talked about this in February 12th, 2021 or whatever day it is today. And looking back at it, uh, September 2021, we're like, okay, did we progress? Are we moving towards something else? I, You know what I mean? So like, yeah, man, we back once again with this motherfucking podcast, man. The therapy sessions that we we need in our daily lives to just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, to get know, our thoughts get together. Off, yeah, get our thoughts together. Get our shit off. Get shit off our chest, but also share the thoughts and be comfortable with sharing your thoughts with like the infinite possibilities of the people who might listen to it. You know you what's know, annoying? Right. You know what's annoying? What? Like if <laughs> if you're at work. And everybody just picture this for a second. And you get asked a question like, and I'm going to say it's not your black coworkers if you have those that are saying, because that's a whole nother conversation in itself. But, and I will touch on it in a couple seconds. But if your coworkers, your white coworkers are saying some shit like, and I got asked this recently, like, does anybody feel like they can be themselves 100% of the time when you're at work? In my in my mind, I laugh at that question because I'm like, "How can you ask that?" Obviously, right. I can't be my complete self. The, the and it's not because I don't, uh, I don't think that I can be because I could be. But is that going to benefit me or harm me if I'm going to do that in this corporate bullshit setting? You have the ability to ask a question like that because you don't have to worry right. about the consequences. Yeah, because if we get to it. We over here with our white voices. We over here code switching and shit, trying to like be on an even playing field with these motherfuckers, like moving into these fields and like feeling like we have to capitulate to the status quo over here. And then the shit, yeah, I know what you're saying because the shit that be annoying me is just like seeing these niggas making these corny jokes on these messages on like on Slack uh, channels and shit. This is work related shit, right? Yeah, niggas making corny jokes. Like feeling hella comfortable being themselves. Comfortable. And I'm and I'm just over here like, number one, why are you making me look at Slack like this is something important? Like <laughs> you're just you're just saying a corny joke. That's number one. Have some self-awareness and have some like um have some respect for your coworkers. Niggas, I'm working in the crib. I'm not I hear a ping, I'm thinking, all right, this might be an issue. Get your mind right to you have to deal with something. And then this nigga just saying, oh, what do you call it when a motherfucking orange crosses the street? And nigga, shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? That's number one. And it just like, it just shows the audacity that just white niggas just having this uh, in, these, in this kind of like world that we navigate through on this corporate world that we navigate through where it's just like, they can just be themselves. Crack jokes. Talk about, I'm going to have a beer today. Da, 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 da. Whereas we over here feeling like we have to um, uh, act a certain way or like be a certain character that we think is what they want to see. And that's, that's another sick part about the whole coast, which is just like we won't do it automatically before even niggas tell us we should do it because we automatically assume that's how niggas Yeah, yeah, at that's how we, yeah, exactly. It's on, it's uh, 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 something towering over us already of like, yeah, this is it's how like it a is. cloud that follows you <laughs> yeah. when you walk in like like I'm already, like before I, I was working from home, when I just pull up, like I'm bumping my shit in the car, yeah, 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 the, yeah, uh, yeah. in the parking lot, and then you just know you have to just transform into this whole other person. <laughs> like, like all right, all right, all right, turn it. Like, you know, when you pull up to the street, turn the music down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I want to hear you bumping your shit, and then it just like turn into what you think you're supposed to be. And like, who's to say that we write that this is how they they want us to be? Like, right, that? right, right. At the same time, it's like. I'm not about to go through all that and like, you know what I'm saying? That whole interview process is a challenging, tough process. I'm not going to go through all that and just be like, okay, let me just see if I can just be myself. Let me just be a nigga for real and just like see if they're comfortable with it. When, when it's like, you're literally surrounded by like, you're in an office of like two, 300 people. It's probably like four black people. And when you do interact with them, they're not even the same black as you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? 
I love, I love when like, we maybe, give, uh, not to cut you off, but I love when we give these like quote unquote disclaimers uh, to the conversations that we're going to have, right? Because like, it, what you mean this conversation right here, we're having an opinion on it and, a, and giving our thoughts and views on it, on how, you know, people should react, interact, how it is, how the situation is laid out for us, work environment, hamster wheel, all that shit. But it's so layered that like, even this perspective that we're having is not the only one out there. It's like oh, that's a fact. so that's many a fact. ways to think about this particular situation. And we're just giving you kind of one point of view on it. Well, multiple angles we're coming from. But like, I, I say that just because what you're saying is like, um, you know, it's like the cloud that follows over us. And then you also said, you're like, you don't know if that's how they see it, but that's that's how we, we react in the situation. We see yeah, it. we yeah, could pull yeah, it from yeah. different both sides of the coin or multiple sides of the coin, but that's how it is. So we're we're taking that perspective. So everybody follow, take that perspective of this conversation. So that I just had to okay. say Okay, and that's also another thing too that I wanted to um just chime in yeah. on. I think we need to focus more on me and you just talking to ourselves because I think we get caught up too much in speaking to the listeners. When it's, I feel like, yeah, there's, there's moments where, you know, you kind of got to give a little, you know, whatever the fuck, you know, set the scene or whatever, set the moment for them. But for the most part, the podcast that I listen to, I like it more so when niggas go off script and you can just tell they're talking to themselves, like how they talk to themselves when they're not thinking they're being recorded. Yeah, for sure. We're not, we're not cutting so no like, corners or, or sugar No, 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 I know we're not cutting no corners or sugar cones, but I feel like should probably try to address the listeners as little as possible. Yeah, yeah, you know I, feel, I feel you on that. I feel you okay, on yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, man. So I don't know, man. Like, I'm just trying to be different. I want to. I just want to um, escape. I want to escape this corporate world. I want to escape the corporate world. I want to escape the monotony. I want to escape the hamster wheel. And we just got to do it, man. Like, I don't. I don't really know how to sugarcoat this shit. It's just like. It's not designed for you to succeed in it. Like, you can succeed in it. There's definitely success stories within it. But at the same time, it's also like successes from that, from the perspective of the corporate world is not successes from the perspective of a self-made entrepreneur world where it's like you're your own boss world. There's different, there's different layers of success, right? There's different, like, you can, be, you can get a um, promotion at your job. That's a success, right? That's a good thing. Kudos to you. Applause for you and all that. But you're just giving yourself more slave money, right? The the slave trade is like you you you're making more money, but it's still you're still just that commodity. You're still just that cog in a in a machine that's not your machine. Whereas if you focus on your machine and become the best cog for your machine, the dividends and like the rewards I feel like you get from that are just way are just way are just way larger, way bigger. Like like you know what I mean, like. Obviously, when you when you go strike out on your own and just trying to focus on yourself, you're not necessarily gonna be making the same amount. Typically, if we gotta just generalize this shit because I really don't know. You're not gonna be making the same amount like you might be making at your corporate slave ship job, depending on what kind of job you have. Number one, and then it's just like, but the rewards when you actually commit to it and stick to it down the line, they outpace all the rewards and benefits and goals or and um, achievements you could accomplish if you stuck to the script within that corporate setting. If you took that blue pill and just stayed like, nah, I'm going to just be here. I'm working my little cubicle. I got my little, yeah, I mean, I got my little routine down packed of how I get to work and my, my work friends and all this and all that. Like, yeah, it's safe and cool, but the reality is like in the long haul, bro, you're gonna just end up being an old nigga who just have who has regrets and like you're only gonna be the best yeah, version wanna... of yourself if you're doing what you like to do and want to do. That's the only way. Like you could just like you could be the best fucking no, uh, right. worker at uh fucking right. Sam's Club, whatever, and be making money and getting promotions or whatever. Right. But you if it's not really what you want to do, you're not gonna be the best person you can be. Like you can I'm only gonna work hard at the yeah, things yeah. that I love to do if, like. You know right. If 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 you have to if you have to clock out of a job, and then like you don't think about it until you go back on the clock type shit. Yeah. Meaning like you're doing it for yourself. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like 
It's different. You're right. You you'll be you'll be a better version of yourself if you're more focused and you're more like in tune with like, all right, this is what I can control and this is what I can handle. This is what I'm gonna focus on. So shout out to all my niggas who got self discipline and are just like working on themselves and not letting the outside forces of just everyday life weigh them down to the point where they're not able to do anything else but just complain about their job and just work their job and never do anything about it. Do something about it. That's all. Just do something about it and live with the consequences. But but don't not do anything about it and then live with the regrets of not even yeah. trying and the possibilities of what might have happened if you that tried. That would kill you. Because that would super kill you, especially because you know how human nature is. Like, I tell myself, man, I never rap, man. And like, let's say that I'm 50 years old, like 20 years from that, and I'm like, yo, I, I never rap, but I always, wanted to, <laughs> I always wanted to try to be a rapper. And then you just tell yourself, I know how I know to drop the hit, the first song, it would have been back-to-back hit. You know, you don't always, you don't always sight and gas what could what could have been if you, if you never, never tried did it. it. Right, but if you actually do it, and then you kind of like, all right, you're seeing where you're landing, and you're sticking, and then you're studying tape, and like trying to get better at things, and then it's just like you actually incrementally grow a little bit. That's so much more different, as, and I just feel like it's way more rewarding to see yourself actually incrementally get better at something that you're actually focusing on trying to do, versus just letting the world dictate how you move throughout the day. And I've had to like, I've definitely been a victim of that. And I have to just kind of like always trying to remind myself, like, yo, like, nigga, like, nigga, why do you have these thoughts if they're not here, for, if they're not there for you to use them? You have all these thoughts, apply them, my boy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm such a big pic, I'm such a big picture person, man. And it's kind of popping out to a little, when I be looking like reading up about Sagittarius, man, how do they act? And it's just like, you're such a big picture person, but you don't like to get bogged down with the the uh, day-to-day aspects of certain things, which in turn just really means like, I have grandiose aspirations, but I'm not committed enough to actually see them through because the actual work it takes to do the shit you want to do, when you do the work day in, day out, it doesn't really match the goal of what you're trying to do. It just matches the incremental growth towards uh, incremental growth towards the direction you're trying to be at, but it doesn't actually, you know what I mean. So sometimes people have the grandiose ideas, but then when they actually put it into action, day one, two, or three, they just like, I ain't even close to where I'm trying to be. A, I'm supposed to be a motherfucking millionaire, just talking, you know what I mean, and just doing this. I'm supposed to be an artist, da 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 da. And it's just like, now nah, my boy, it's not that simple. You really got to just keep plugging along at this shit like you gotta grind and I think because social media I, we, I feel like we talked about this last episode too but like social media and I'll reiterate it again all you see is finished products so that's what you're comparing yourself to is finished products but you're not even realizing them people they didn't even post shit when it was grinding but all you see is the finished re- end results and you're just kind of comparing yourself to the end results of things and it's just like that could sometimes also be a hindrance to allow you to keep progressing and chugging along through the fucking mud, which is where you have to start off at. Like you do something for two days, three days in a row, and you go on IG and you're scrolling through and just seeing the people who are achieving what you're trying to accomplish, but you're seeing them at the end product. Granted, they've been working at that shit for years. You just started working at it two weeks ago, but it's like you just see the end results and you're just like, nigga. I've been doing this shit for three days. All thing I got is just muddy clothes and dirty clothes. What, what, what's really the results? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you got to be able to kind of snap out of shit. Zoom out. Yes. Eagles, Eagles perception, eagle eye, eagle eye point of view. Like, you got to zoom out of shit and just be like, okay. If I zoom out of it, I kind of see that I am a lot closer than I was when I first started. And that's good enough. That should be good enough to keep you motivated. But that, I feel like that's like a, a mind trick to kind of like help. It's something you got to come up with a way to kind of re- remind yourself to do that so you can be like, okay, I am progressing. And that should be all I, that should be my focus right now. Not the quote unquote end goal, whatever idea you have of the end goal in your brain. It should be the fact that you're progressing towards it every day, little by little, 
Man, the compound effect is a real yeah, that's thing, the, boy. That's the basis of everything. Shout out, shout out, Darren Hardy, man. Compound effect. And shout out, uh, yeah, four V. Uh, he gave me that book. He told me he he got me hip to that book, so that's a good book, man. But yeah, that talks about that, like just kind of compounding good habits, and then eventually that just it just compounds it's like a snowball effect for in all parts of your life. You see, man, I, I fuck with that. Yeah, fuck that's with that a, definitely. Uh, great thought that everybody should keep in their mind and try to, you know, reinforce on a daily basis. Like, if you want to use it as a mantra or whatever, but that's, like, that's going that, be your thought around it. Like, right. But that's the tough part, though, is, like, the, the, the daily basis part of it is, like, reminding yourself to keep working at something is, is, or reminding yourself what motivated you to start working at something should be what keeps you working yeah. at it. You know what I mean? But, yeah, that day-to-day basis shit, I ain't gonna lie I ain't gonna lie, that shit hard, man. Hey, Blue, shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's, it's not easy. It's tough. Like, it's not as not easy, easy as it, it's not as easy, but it's also not impossible. Nothing's so impossible. So that's part of it, too. Like, yeah, exactly. But, like, yeah, but also saying that sometimes is also kind of like a cop out saying, well, nothing is impossible. Like, yeah, nothing is impossible, but also, like, sticking to shit does have results. Like, the probability of you actually succeeding, if you actually, if you actually stick to doing something, Discipline, uh, disciplinely or whatever. You know, another word I probably made up again, but like actually being focused on it, that, that would actually get you there. So like, you got to stick to this shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can. I mean, as cliche as it sounds, you can do anything that you put your mind to. I believe that wholeheartedly. Anything you put your mind to, man, man. Like, like if you don't, if you uh, don't try to. It- believe yeah, it. If you don't try it. to focus on something and accomplish it, then you won't. But if you can you know, have persistence and and continue to like, you know, enjoy the journey and be my, be present. Be present, really. Be present in the in the journey too. Or 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 yeah, yeah. Also learning how to enjoy how, learning to love yeah. the journey. Learning learning to love the journey because if we think about it, most of the time the motivating factor to get shit started is it's the quote unquote end goal you have in your head? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Relax. It's it's end goals. It's the end goals you have in your head of what starting this will achieve, will, yeah. will accomplish for you. So that's different from loving the day to day grind of it. It's two separate things. One thing is a motivational thing to get you started, which is the end goal. But then the, you got to learn to love the, the the daily grind of actually going towards those yeah. goals. Like just tell yourself. Yo, and those goals could be bitches, like you said. Could be bitches. Should be money. Should be freedom. Should be power to change shit. You know what I'm saying? Those should be the motivating factors. And then, you know, but money and power definitely going to bitches. We know that for a fact. You That's why I said saying? this has so, so many different angles. All, because all the, we just said that. Because I mean, like of course. We're I'm, fucking, yeah. uh, you know, talking about a hamster wheel. But maybe some people are in the hamster wheel as in this is the process to get to where we had to go to. So like, as long as you're me- mentally thinking of that in the moment, that's a fact. Then I mean, there's nothing yeah, wrong. I mean, there's nothing that's wrong. That's how I look at it. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely looking at it from the point of view where that my hamster wheel gives me enough money to fund the shit that will get me away from the hamster wheel period. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So you're right. I'm definitely one of those people who is like, I'm, li- I'm in a hassle because there's a purpose behind it. But I sometimes catch myself forgetting that purpose and just kind of focusing too much into right, the right. world itself. So I got to catch myself. But, you know, it's a thing. We got we to gotta do, man. Yeah, man. Everybody fucking remember a fucking uh, a lion can only be a king in a jungle, man. Not in a fucking zoo. <laughs> you got to be in your you got to be in your element, man. Right. Get to right. get after what you want to do. Okay, I, 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 I was waiting to see where you was going with that, but you're right. You definitely are. You're right. You cannot be the king of the jungle in a zoo. You're a captain. You're a victim. It's different. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely different. You're getting spoon-fed frozen uh, chickens, whole chickens and shit by the yeah. handlers, which is kind of... Which is getting fed. Getting fed is going to hurt my own shit. shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get back to the safari. Right. And you can fight. And think about that. Think about that. The handlers decide how much you portion get. of your meals to be every day. You know what I mean? You get one. You get well, He gets two chickens. <laughs> one in the morning, one in the evening. 
Whereas if you're in the jungle, nigga, you could hunt down a motherfucking uh, a wildebeest, which equals like ten of them chickens. And depending on how good you are, you can hunt them 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 bitches down every time you run out of food and be straight shit. for like weeks. That's real shit. So it depends. Yeah, man. All right, I like how you know me. If you don't, if you take this convo to the animal kingdom, you know how a nigga like me gonna get. We're all animals. <laughs> so what do I always say? What do I always you know what say? Exactly, nigga. We all oh, animals, my boy. That's a fact. So yeah. But yeah, man. <clears throat> all right, man. What else, man? What else can we talk about? I feel like it's a good thirty minutes of us just rambling on about that, that particular topic we decided to talk about. I mean, today. I, I just want to talk more fuck white people. So let's talk about the George Floyd shit and that fucking uh, Kavanaugh. What's his name? Fucking uh, officer. That yeah. What was the news was that the you shared with me recently about that? He uh, he had happened to. Oh, they wanted him to plead guilty, but some new information came out that they don't want him to do that any longer. Oh no no. So what happened? Okay okay. So I sent your article from the Associated Press. What happened was. The Kavanaugh nigga. Yeah, I'm just saying Kavanaugh. I don't think that is. But the nigga who, yeah, I, I think that is. I think it is Kavanaugh. Irish nigga. I think that was his last name. Yeah, but he was just basically, um, yeah. I got to the FWB bag, FWP bag. All right, so it was basically, um, the link I sent you a couple days ago was about. It was a report saying that um, the police officer was trying to plead guilty to third degree murder, right? And he and his lawyers submitted that plea to the judge or whatever. But the attorney general, which is um, Anthony Barr, (laughs) rejected that plea on some like, I'm assuming he like, nah, nigga, you you don't do that. Yeah, you ain't do nothing wrong. Right. And Anthony Barr was the nigga who um, was assigned, appointed attorney general by Trump. Excuse me, and was a nigga who was just like, you know, attorney general was basically the the top yep. lawyer. Was was the top lawyer for the country, well, for the federal government. So, top lawyer. So I guess he has final say on particular government. I mean, on particular cases. Whenever it's like state versus, or you know, United States versus such and such or whatever. So I guess he just he inputted, he chimed, he he put in his two cents, and it was definitely. It was just basically just showing us that that nigga was not for us. And on top of that, he was appointed by Trump. So on top of that, it just shows you that I'm glad we got that nigga the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy for that because those are the effects, the residual effects of having these particular niggas in power. You know what I'm saying? Even if you might like what he's saying, you got to remember these presidents, they're not all being all-powerful kings or dictators who would just be like, Whatever they say goes. You got to remember, them niggas place other people into power. So, depending on how they roll, you're going to get a particular set of characters that they they put in positions to affect and try to steer the country in whatever direction yep. and vision they have for the country. So, yeah. So, that was, a, that was a situation that happened. I was just like... So, part of me sending it to you was like, interesting that a nigga try to plead guilty... And way even more interesting was the fact that the attorney general was just like, nah, nigga, we rejecting that. You shouldn't do that. And then also on top of that is the fact that Trump was a nigga who appointed him. And, you know, they're all out of office, they're all out of power at the moment. So I just kind of like that. I think Anthony Barr was also like trying to block the impeachment trials proceedings going on when Trump was still president, the whole Russia shit and all that. So, yeah, man, I mean, <laughs> from an FWP standpoint, I don't even know how we should talk about it outside of the fact that Got the I'm happy we got the nigga up out of office. Oh yeah, and now it's time. Now my focus is on just Democrats who have just been given all this power now, right? And how they actually gonna like go about administering the power that they just been receiving? Yes, sir. Watching very closely. You know what I'm saying? I mean, my mom called me like shit, like an hour and a half ago, talking about oh, you been watching the um. Impeachment proceedings. And I told her, like, yo, ma, I, I was like, yo, you gotta, I'm like, yo, you gotta remember this. And she was like, after I, after I gave her the whole spiel, she was like, yeah, I know, you're right. But she was just like, I was just like, yo, you gotta remember this. Like, when it comes to political theater, you have to really be aware 
of when bullshit is being fed to you. And I was just like, that's the thing you got to realize about politics. It's like politicians do not like to rock the boat too much. They like the status quo of things because that's how they know. They know how to maneuver within that status quo. That's how they got into power was in, under the status quo, right? So they want to keep the bo- they want to keep the boat steady and just keep chugging along to, to get to whatever they're trying to get to. And I was just like, there's a thing with politics, with our politics where it's like they pick and choose certain things that they want to throw resources yeah. at and focus on heavy, and that in turn leads to the you know. 24-hour news coverage around those particular topics, which of course then leads to the people who watch, the audience who watches those channels start to start thinking like those things are actually important. When in reality, they just are distracting to keep you, you know, watching that particular news. I'm more so speaking about 24-hour news channels, so they're just mostly trying to just keep your, your attention. They want to keep you engaged because it's like, man, they got news are are giving us news about I mean I don't give a fuck about Trump impeachment dog listen listen exactly let me me just um, wrap a bow on this shit hold on but basically yeah so like their whole thing is like all right, we're gonna focus on some bullshit because we know it's gonna get people excited and people riled up or whatever so and that will keep their attention on this thing and we can, you know, make a charade out of it and everything. Very, you know, you know, just like the whole the, the actual cool and all this other shit, but in reality that keeps the people who got, who voted these people at the power, it keeps them focused on things that were not the reasons why they voted them into power in the first place. Like everybody who voted had a particular, had their own individual agenda of of, of why they thought Voting for this person will be better for them, will be more beneficial, more beneficial for them versus vote for the other option, right? And I'm just trying to, I was telling my mom, like, yo, you got to remember, like, these niggas like the whole theater shit because it keeps us focused on bullshit and not talking and thinking about and holding these people accountable for the things that we voted them into power for. And so, uh, so I was just like, yeah, this whole Trump shit is like, and I was just like, yo, in reality, who? benefits if he if he gets convicted and goes to jail or not he's not president anymore like what benefit what how does that change your daily life if he becomes president if if he goes to jail or not you know what i'm saying and she's like yeah i know you're right you're right so then i had that convo with her left it at that then my sister called me about it and we ended up ended up on that conversation too and i told her basically what i told my mom she's just like well you know like it's not just about that. It's just they're doing this just so that Trump cannot be reelected again because they won't have to go through with that, deal with that again in 2024. And I was like, yeah, I get that. So that would be the, the, the most important part of it, I guess, is like if he gets convicted, he can't run anymore. But I was just like, yeah, I get that part of it. But keep that shit as an, as an auxiliary thing, like a side thing. It shouldn't be the the uh, main point that niggas tune into, like, you know, Sports Center, six o'clock, the first five minutes, they talk about the top news of the day, Sports Center, right? It shouldn't be in the first five minutes of that new hour. It should be, like, towards the end or in the middle or wherever, you know, it's not something that, it should be a peripheral thing. It shouldn't be the main focus of people. And that's what kind of what I was just kind of trying to, like, justify. Yeah, I get it. Y'all trying to make sure Trump don't get into power anymore. I, I respect that, but it's like, yeah, that don't mean that's something that we all, the whole country should be focusing on right now. We should be focusing on um, the um, initiatives and projects that people who voted for people in power care about. They're out of touch. You get what I'm saying? So that should be... I mean, they're not out of touch. They're just in tune with their job, their role. They play their roles right, bro. Politicians yeah, but you but you want you want it to change Politicians though, right? You want some shit to change though, right? Like, is it isn't that part of why you vote? Yeah, you're right. Part 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 of the um So it can't just be their role. Part it of gotta the, be like it gotta be something that can change if that's what you I mean, I don't fucking think it can change. That's why I don't vote, but right, 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 right. Now I feel you, I feel what you're saying. Like, yeah, 
part of it is like I voted because of that. Part of the motivation was like I voted because of, you know I want shit to change. I I want to vote for people who are like more like a little bit more radical in the sense of like just being not people yeah. who are not with the status quo. So you know what I'm saying. So I like AOC, well, we hope shit, that Bernie that Sanders, they, and shit, what they like, they are because AOC been showing yeah, some, we hope we some hope real it. different out of touch vibes too. I've been seeing it. Like yo. Fuck, go- fuck government and politics, man. Like all what? together. But go ahead on your on your. Go ahead. I'm listening. I'm listening. But I just I just had to chime in with that because it's like, no, it's not that I don't care. Don't it's care just like, much. even the ones who think that they that they. Yeah, I, I know everybody's flawed, right? That's the thing, right? So like, the whole thing with politics and like hoping for change and shit is like, yeah, but I don't want to put my faith. All on one, all my eggs in one basket, and some like just hoping that I really do understand and do know how they really feel, versus them just telling me what they think they what they know I want to hear. And they yeah, actually speak louder than words anyway. Right? So, so facts. That's what I'm saying. So, but the thing about politics and like um, policies and like evolution and shit is like it's slow. So I voted for the first time ever, right? Uh, and it's just like I'm hoping the people that I give a fuck about actually are going to be the agents of change that I hope they're going to be but at the same time I can't just be like alright I sit back and just be like alright cool I did my part now it's on them and just sit back we got to just be engaged and like damn but I do I do I feel you I do not like politics either like I can't be engaged a whole heartily in politics because I just feel like I'm just a consumer to the game that they spill and spill all the spill that they give us. I feel like I'm just a consumer. And I'm just telling myself, "Oh yeah, I read an article from, from AOC. She said this. Like yeah, she's still on point." Well, they work in tandem. You know with I'm saying like that's kind of with, pu- with publications. Look. They work in tandem, so it's all like, "Yo, y'all niggas, yeah, all, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah. you all feeding us what you want to feed us, what you think you want to do, but you're out of touch. That's why I say you're out of touch because." If you really was in tune with how, like, well, maybe we're we're actually not the popular opinion. I think most of our ideals are unpopular. Yeah, that's, so, that's part of yeah. it too. Maybe they think they're doing it for part people. Of it too. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was like, out of touch with who? I mean, hey, end of the day, all them, all, all they can do <laughs> is just do it for the people who got yeah, it right. They could, they constituents. Yeah, people who, who actually can vote for them to get into power. Like AOC, she's based out of her district. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. Like, the Bronx or something. It's New York, right? So. We ain't vote for her. <laughs> I'm not a representative of my state, but I'm just like a fan of hers because I'm like, all right, I, I see the the quote unquote potential. So I'm hoping there is something more than it. But you'll hit this lobby, yeah, bro. Come lobby End of the day, man. <laughs> when I hit the lot, I don't care. Oh no, you can't you can't wrap the boat on it with that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Let, me, let me let me tie let me tie it down right now. If I hit the lotto, I don't give a fuck about any of you niggas listening right now. Understand He's speaking for himself, guys. Right I, I, I'm with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make I'm gonna make him care too. Yeah. All right. <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> keep it a baby. Keep it a baby. Yeah, I'm trying to be real. Oh man, real shit. Real shit. Though, like, like. <laughs> I got my own shit I'm dealing with, nigga. I'm just trying to get rich. I want to. I want to see your opinion on the um, uh, Judas movie when you get a chance to watch it and see what you think. Sorry, give me the rundown again. Uh, What is it about? You watch without spoiling it, um, and I guess you can't really spoil it because it's a real yeah. So Lakeith Stanfield's character is played by. Well, I thought yeah, yeah, he is. From He's playing Fred, uh, Fred Hampton. Tripping? Yeah, yeah, Daniel Kalula. The Kalula nigga, right? So uh, he okay. plays Fred Hampton's character. Okay. 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 I didn't even know. I didn't even know. I didn't even know Lakeith Stanford was in it. Yeah, he's the I guy who's the trail, uh, who who turns his back on the Black Panther Party, and really sells them out, pretty much. So that's the basis of the movie. Wait, Fred he, Hampton was the. He's a he's a chairman. Was he a founder of the Black Panthers? So he, yeah, he's a chairman. Okay. Uh, but, but yeah, this, this is, is a Chicago. Francisco, this is so, in Chicago. Yeah. Um, okay. 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 But yeah, so basically, he gets sold out, and uh, 
Wait, okay, so Lakeith Stanfield is he's a member of uh Fred Hampton's team. He disguises or, uh, himself Black as Black Panther chapter, right? I thought you said oh okay. When we talked about it last time, I thought you said that you were yeah. trying to figure um I guess you were trying to figure out. Because you were trying to say like was he a Black Panther nigga first, then they caught him, then they flipped him, or was he just an FBI? Yeah, he was he was just a, a regular uh dude who was flipped and uh they got him to um flip on the black black panther party infiltrate join okay so that no okay, right, so, right right okay so he wasn't part of him prior to flipping ah okay and hold on is fred hampton the nigga who got shot yeah, in the yeah, strip yeah. and then got got killed yeah. that way like they yeah shot through the door and all that in, in chicago right they did they, they show do, that they in do the movie does it show him dying um, again so the 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 things that i okay. The things that I, I guess, because everybody knows the story, so the things about it that people should, or maybe you don't know the story and it's good for you to watch this another story. Um, yeah, I really don't But know the key the on the fact of, lie. like, you know, the ideals that he had, like, do those go with your ideals or not? Man, it's funny, like, um, there's a fucking, um, I'm literally, I'm, I've been watching YouTube on mute the whole time, and now it's, it's on a uh, commercial oh, yeah. for the movie. The fucking two hour, two minute and thirty uh, second like oh shit full trailer. Type they heard thing. us. They, they picked up on us. This fucking new app we got for the uh, fucking podcast. <laughs> I mean, you know, nigga, it's called cell phones, nigga. Oh yeah, I watched I watched Spycraft on Netflix. It's a docu series about like just how spies and like different companies Max. get intelligence and shit. Like nigga, they've been listening to us, nigga. HBO, HBO Max. Well, how did you watch this movie through them on the website? Yo, HBO Max and regular HBO, like no, go, no, they're separate the things. Thing? It's still HBO, but like the platform is different. Like you, no, nah, like, that's I still the log thing, in yeah. with like and my even HBO. I mean, HBO Go. I, I think it just got on Roku. Like it wasn't even on Roku option, but at one point, so like it's different platforms. Yeah, I be watching HBO through uh, my um, Amazon Prime app. Yeah, it won't. It won't be. You won't be able to. uh, Channel, I guess. You have to have Max. How much is that? I'm actually paying for it through my cell phone. Fourteen dollars a month. If you got a certain plan, they give it to you for free. How much are you? Yeah. Oh, AT and T, right? Yeah, you got update your plan, but the plan is more expensive too. I'm I'm gonna look into it. Maybe it may be better for you. You just got to find out what plan it is. Hold on, hold on. Uh, all the HBO Max out, they're the dropping on HBO Max. They they did a deal with Warner Brothers. Like I just watch movies that I've already watched. But how do you Whenever watch them? How did you watch crib, them like, to begin you know with? Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, at, yeah, yeah, the, the, you need the some plot shit. had to catch my eye. So, I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna lie. I do want to watch this movie though. I am gonna watch it. I, I'm, I'm gonna have a, um, I'm gonna figure out a way to watch it before next episode so I can have a little. Recap yeah, I want to, I want to. I think it was on. a good movie. I mean, I'm not, imp- I'm not overly, I won't down it, but I won't overly say I'm overly impressed by it. But I thought it was a good movie. No, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like that's a good yeah. topic. Ryan Coogler be yeah, on this shit, yeah, yeah. man. He from he from he from Oakland. Real shit, yeah, yeah. Black Panther started over there. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I, I read the um, Huey P. Newton uh, autobiography, but such a long time ago. Like, I don't remember how often Fred Hampton was mentioned in that book. Like, I'm trying to even think. It's his death even spoken about in that book. I think they swept a lot of that shit, like kind of under the rug out. type shit. And you and it and it shows based off of kind of the stuff that they mentioned, like. Like, um, what do you mean? The you FBI mean was intimidated by these leaders, right? Who were taking these roles to rile people up, but they were also yeah. like doing their thing to quiet it as much as they could to not incite people to take after that. Well, yeah, wasn't that Co-Intel um, Pro? wasn't that Cointel Pro, right? Oh yeah, 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 wasn't, yeah, that, yeah. The, wasn't that the program where they were like. Yeah, the FBI yep. was infiltrating You're all right. these "quote unquote" black power movements yep. because they were like, "Yep, it's a yep. threat to our society." 
like, hold on, we're going to have these people who were just cows last year oh. and now trying to become people who have influence on people? And then they're seeing all these other fucking, whoa, these guys have a lot of power. Like, look at all these niggas that they got congregated. In this they assassinated Nipsey Hussle, Hussle speak. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I think that that was an FBI plant. Who did who did, did that? Just like a Lakeith Stanfield did to uh, okay. Fred Hampton, his role character. It's like it's the same thing. Like, nigga, this nigga's talking way too much. We need you to build this up on some gang violence shit, and and kill this nigga, and assassinate him because he was t- he was teaching young niggas way too much in cryptocurrency and all that shit. Like, and and just and only your masters. Like, he was yeah, going like to be too owner. big. Yeah, I've been an owner. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I ain't gonna lie because, to be honest, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like the 2020 version of Coincel Pro is all the attacks rappers have been influence enduring because of the fact that they have be- they they have become so powerful with their influence. Their influence, yeah, that's real shit. To like untold heights. Then they, yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, we can't even just be like. Because the story uh, is, oh, the yeah. nigga pulled up, he was just like, nah, you a snitch, da 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 And then they came back and shot him, like, number one, that nigga already knew the static, he already knew it was static. It was energy, it was like energy, like, the nigga who smoked uh, Nipsey already knew that there was smoke mm-hmm. between them before he pulled up. So, you're not pulling up and just telling me, like, I was just going with the flow, and then if I got disrespected, I just decided to kill a nigga and then be sent to jail for the rest of my life. It was like, nah. Like, it's more so yeah. like you were, like, directed to go handle that. And that's just the excuse you came up with versus saying I was paid to do this or my family gonna be straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a fucking no, nobody, right. no-name nigga. Just a no-name gangbanger nigga who nobody's yeah. gonna even take seriously. All right? Yeah, that's the possibility because, like, yeah, and like you know the Bobby Smurda shit, all them, all them, all the rappers getting uh, locked up, indicted, especially in New York, is just like, yeah, niggas they paying attention to the power, and it's so sick because it's like, ah, it's weird. Like these niggas who become powerful, or or influential, they really start off by the messaging that they're saying initially, is never positive. Cause we're just so attracted to gangster shit and niggas talking about that nigga looked at me wrong. We smoking on him next day type shit or whatever, right? And it's just like that's what it takes to get our distorted and fucked up attention, right? From these niggas, talk some death shit, talk, talk that gangster shit. Then when them niggas, all them artists start getting money and start being like established, they start to switch it up and try to be on some you know more conscious of like you know all right. Uh, my worldview has changed. Like, I, I'm living completely different from when you guys first heard me rapping and shit. You know what I'm saying? And then that's when, when they start to make that transition, that's when you start to see them kind of fade out because either they're getting arrested or getting killed or some wild shit. And I guess it is simpler to just assume that, you know what, well, these niggas are street niggas and they be rapping wild shit, so they got street beef, street beef and all that, but and then... There's another part of our brain that could be like, well, maybe what if this was like concerted effort yeah. to get these niggas up out of here? Because they ain't like what niggas were saying. Then, then that then that gets a little too conspiracy theory baggish from some people. It's too like, ah, well, there's no real proof of that. But I ain't gonna lie, I'm with you on that, nigga. So we don't right. have WB But even for me, man. even for Episode me, it's 64, like, nigga, even if yeah. it wasn't true, I could believe that. What's a better story? <laughs> like what's the better story to hear in a in a book later <laughs> like that that it was a conspiracy right oh, or that it was yeah, a, yeah, just yeah, a random yeah. game like it's it's uh, it's just more captivating of a of a story that you can make a a book about or a movie about so yeah, yeah. but but yeah, i but i agree with that it was a, it was some conspiracy shit but you know nah, nah I, yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised man i wouldn't be surprised yeah, man. Yo, we're targeted, bro. We we in a war zone every day. It might not seem like it because you're comfortable in your crib every day. So you're not dealing with bullets flying across your head all day. But yo, we are a hunted species that need that need to Word, be aware bro. of that and then be able to like maneuver through that. We're knowing Jesus. that, but we're definitely hunted, bro. You know what I mean? Some some more than others, but 
all of us in our own little ways are being hunted. So we, it's got to be something we got to be cognizant about and just try to be able to like yeah, work man. through that, man. Yes, That's sir. the real thing. You're right. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on so, that. So what else? What else we got? Well, you know what, man? Now, that's it for today, man. I think it's a good episode, man. I, 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 I'm trying to keep these little podcast yeah. episodes under like an hour. We're at 55 minutes right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to keep them just kind of concise. Like, because it's, it's funny, like, we start off like, I, I write down a couple of topics I want to start off. Then uh, when I was going through them, I was like, damn, we only, I was, like, I was looking at, I'm looking at the timer and so I'm like, damn, we're only 20 minutes in and I feel like we done this we fleshed out this particular topics, but then those kind of lead to like natural segues to certain shit, but I still kind of want to keep it in like, a, you know what I mean? That concise bag of like, yo, just listen to this. Because by the time y'all listen, listen, by the time y'all listen to this shit, we ain't going to start promoting, let y'all know we back on. Right. <laughs> Outside for the diehards, we just have the yeah. notifications ready from the uh, recordings. Outside of that, yeah. like, we about to just stack a couple of these up, man, because it's like, nah, I need y'all to, like, have at least, like, five hours of us talking some shit before we start telling you we back. Like, let's just have some hours of just, like, episodes, content, like, and let let, let us get in our groove. Because we still, like, we still kind of, like, working, you know what I mean? Getting our shot back. We still getting our our, our shot back. We're still getting back our groove. Like, it's, it's not something you can just turn on and off. Like, we're still getting our groove and shit, so, like, yeah, we still yes, working, sir. man, but it's the FWP podcast, man. I I was lying a little bit when I said on the Yeah, man, play those other kids, man. I don't man. even know. Yeah, I love y'all niggas, yeah. man. Come on, man. You know that. Come on, man. I love the kids, man. I love the future. I love the people who can fuck with me and understand what I'm saying. <laughs> but don't let your boy hit the line. I ain't gonna lie. I suck that. <laughs> but hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure out some shit for yeah. y'all, man. I was telling this thing, I'm gonna come with a little Shark Tank. For my for my close people, it's like yo, give me some ideas. We can work through some shit. But yeah, yeah, and mental yep. health and everything. Like yeah, we talked about that right for last episode. We talked about um us having a more like a, a update on our whole mental health journey and shit. So we got some lists of, of um specialists to speak to. We're kind of working through figuring out picking who to start with and all that. So yeah, still in man, progress, but we definitely yeah. made a lot more progress than. Last week's episode that we did, yeah, we're actually working through this shit. And it's just like, I'm trying to promote that shit, man. I want everybody to be on that. We got to be on that, bro. We got to be on that mental health shit. Like I said, we're hunted prey. We're hunted. You catch a moment of, you catch a breather in a, in a little, like a little moment of like, a little moment of respite of just like, ah, all right, I'm not being chased <laughs> oh, man, right now. Maybe I catch my breath and shit. But yeah. in reality, it's not animal shit, right? But in reality, it's like, yo, you need somebody to talk to, talk you through some shit so you know how to maneuver a little differently because it's like, all right, you're getting some quote-unquote expert opinion of, of, from people who like might understand what you're talking about and they might have some insight and just different perspective from the, what you're not seeing right now. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, we got to work through that, man. No, FWP Podcast, man. We're all about growth, um, forward thinking, you know, with care, you know, prosperity. I'm trying, if he ain't people, I'm trying to come up with different Fake acronyms for FWP for the corporate gig, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> fake woke people. Yeah. I know we still fake woke people, you know what I'm saying? And fake woke people go through it. We got we got some woke ideas, right. but we still got right. some nigga tendencies. You know, niggas ain't perfect. Like, I'm not trying to be no preacher. Like, I'm just saying shit that I want to hear from myself. And I know y'all could appreciate that. Because that's the only way I talk. I speak from a mirror's point of view, which is like I'm speaking as I'm speaking to myself when I talk to my friends and shit. And they appreciate it, so we got to keep that going for the podcast. Because I know y'all niggas gonna be listening to this shit, man. You feel me? It's the FWP podcast. I'm smoking hookah. I'm sipping some Brady wine. You know, Brady Vineyard, 2017. Cat, shout out Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? He a Trump supporter, but you know the Super Bowl yeah. was. It is shout what out it the is. Nigerian night. Got to give too. respect for that. That's happening tonight. You know what I'm saying? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kamar Usman, he's fighting tonight. He's fighting Gilbert Burns, UFC, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. He's fighting tonight. Nigerian Nightmare, Kamar Usman. He's a little corny, but he's still UFC 258. You know we'll be he's back after with that, he maybe. wins Feel to me? celebrate it <laughs> next week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have we're gonna have a lot of shit to talk about next week again. But but, but hey Fred, you peep this though, all right? I'll be wrapping up. This is already a better episode. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. feels it feels more natural than it felt last week, right? Already. Just because it's kind of like, yeah. We had some technical difficulties in the beginning. We tried to start these podcasts like four different times. Audio was fucking up, different connections and all that shit, but we got it down packed. A little blazy. I'm sipping. I'm about to hit a little blazy. Shoot some niggas up. Might get on, up, get on Call of Duty. You know what I'm saying? Mental, Shoot some niggas. Mental release. All that. <laughs> I got jerk wings yeah, over here. I'm going to munch down on those a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, the weather crazy, too. I ain't even talking about that shit. Man, Texas, man. Shout out all the Texas listeners, man. We've been dealing yeah. with some wild weather that, um, the past couple of days. I want to say three, four days. Mm, two, three days. Yeah. It's a lot of car crashes. A lot of people have been dying on the roads because we're not used to this type of uh, inclement weather and all that. It's like freezing rain. There's a lot of ice on the roads and niggas are like spinning out of control. Hey, man, be careful out there, man. It's dangerous out there. Keep yourself safe. Do what you got to do. Fuck these white people. You know how I'm coming. Peace. And let's get it, man. FWP Podcast, episode 64. We out. <laughs>